Welcome to the Sober Podcast, part of the Soberverse, created by the team at the Sober Network. The Sober Network has engaged in revolutionizing the treatment industry by creating its own token economy. We offer fresh ideas to an industry that has relied on dated interventions. We are responsive to a new generation of substance users who are attached to their phones so we can impact massive social change. Our unmatched technology displays solutions of our various brands, demonstrating a thorough understanding of how we get things done. We are proving that technology, along with incentivized human accountability, provides measurable and positive outcomes. Visit us at SoberNetwork.com. Welcome to the Sober Podcast, part of the Soberverse, brought to you by Sober Network. I'm your host, Jamie Brickhouse, and today we have our sober celebrity in the house, Will Del Pizzo. And did I pronounce your last name? Del, Del Pizzo. Uh, yeah, you got, the, uh, you got the Italian version, Del Pizzo. Uh, <laughs> the American version is Del Pizzo. Yeah. <laughs> Will Del Pizzo, thank you for joining us. Um, it's great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I see we have something in common besides the fact that we're sober, but we also have 13 years uh, mm-hmm. of sobriety. Um, so what, what, 2008 is your? 2009. 2009. Okay. So I'm February 2009. So and I'm, I'm December 2008. So and there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you Stone's go. Stone's throw. <laughs> so what do you stay? Uh, what do you do to stay stopped? Um. Not you know, stop kind of, sober. Stop. I, I, I understand. <laughs> you know, so I, I got sober at a 12 step program. Yeah. Uh, um, that's just what worked for me. So I do the things that are required to be part of that 12 step program. So um, I, I, I have a sponsor that I talk to on a regular basis. Uh, not as regular as I like because I have a, a seven week old baby. So it's kind of chaos <laughs> in the house right now. It's kind of a mess. But uh, so I'll do that and I'll, I'll, I'll participate in meetings. And when I can get to them, um, like I said, our, our world's a little upside down right now. So I'll go participate in meetings and, and do those things that are required of me. Um, 24 hours a day. I read the 24 yeah. hours a day. Um, kind of stay in there and just remind myself that I'm not the one in charge of everything, which is good for everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you on that. What um, I noticed in your the bio, uh, you're the only person in your family that you know of, anyway. I guess that struggled with with addiction. Um, what's that been like for you, and and has your family been supportive? 
Yeah, you know, it's um, I'm the youngest of four and I have three older sisters and they're all blonde hair and blue eyed and I am not, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so um, it it wasn't that I grew up in a violent household or an angry household or anything like that. It was a lot of love in my household. Mm -hmm. But when I'm eight years old, my sisters are 16 years old. My two oldest sisters are twins. Yeah. So like, you know, a 16 year old girl, a 16 year old girls and eight year old boys is a different species. You know what I mean? It's just there's right, so much, sure. there's so much distance in there. Um, we're closer now. Um, obviously, now I'm in my 40s, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, they had no idea what to do with me. <laughs> uh, they just don't know. And God bless them. Um, you know, you throw somebody a curveball like that and they just love me and love me and love me. And I just took advantage of that Yeah, over and over and over again, as you, as you kind of do, because, um, I'm a jerk. <laughs> I'm just a total, I, I'm a train wreck of a human being, you know? Um, so it was a bit strange and it strained a lot of the relationships because I just heard like, you know, why don't you just stop? Mm-hmm. Like like that genius statement. Right, like, oh, right. Yeah. You <laughs> know, don't. <laughs> you? Thanks. Uh, I never thought of that before. You're wonderful. Gosh. But, um, you know, it, it's good now. It's always a work in progress. Um you know, you get sober and after a week of it, you want to parade for how wonderful you are. Right, right. You know, and you forget. And you should get awards, right? For for not drinking you know or drugging. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm an alcoholic. Like, there's been nothing in my nose or nothing in my veins. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm just a pure 100% alcoholic. I never really got into, like, the crazy drugs. Uh, smoke some weed, but, I mean, not some, a lot. But really, <laughs> <laughs> but really it was booze. Um, you know, and we're always continually work on the relationship. Um, you know, I, I'm still kind of a hard cookie. Uh, I'm better than what I used to be. Um, there's still love in the family, and we and we and, and we're always continually work on the relationship because I still have to repent for the things that I've done. It's not that I haven't been like it's always hold held over my head, right? You know, like well, don't you know? Um, but I understand and really came over the last year or so. I still understand that um, I really did some damage and I hurt some people and I still have to work on trying to be a better person um, to mend that relationship. And it might take a lifetime. It mm-hmm. might take a lifetime. And, and, and um, what's a perfect relationship? I don't even know what that means. That doesn't exist. You know, because um, we're dealing with human beings. And we're just flat out dynamic, you know, and, 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 you know, the last perfect human being on the planet, we nailed to a cross. So, (laughs) (laughs) you you know, um, so, you know, you're dealing with human beings and we're imperfect Mm -hmm. and I might be having a great day and say something to a family member who's not having such a great day and it just comes out wrong. Yeah. You know, um, I'm quick witted and I'm quick tongued. And that can work to my advantage. Most of the time, that's okay. But sometimes it's just like, oh, okay. I just, I fired a shot there, didn't I? Um, so it's, it's, it's everything. It's continually working on it and being vigilant about it. And um, if I recognize that the relationship, if there's a fault of relationship, it's my fault. If there's a problem with a relationship, it's my fault. Because if I take on that responsibility, at least I know I can try to do something about it as opposed to old habits of like, they just treated me better. Everything would be okay. Right, right. You know, so it's it's a lot of that. So they're very supportive. They were there from day one. 
um, angry, angry, sure. um, you know, but they, they've been very, very, very supportive um, in this adventure. Wow. That's great. What, um, without, you know, you don't have, of course, don't have time for a whole qualification. Um, and that's not what I'm after, but what, um, what finally brought you, what was your bottom, um, and, and finally got you, uh, into recovery? Um, my second DUI, uh, you know, it, yeah. <laughs> really, okay. Really, um, <laughs> Sure. So like, uh, it's very funny. So I might, you know, my first UI here in California, when, you know, they send you to meetings and they do all that other stuff, got to get your court card signed, which I didn't realize you could just fake. Oh, really? <laughs> Not, I didn't suggest, I don't suggest that you can just sign no, yourself. No. Right, right. Uh, but like, it's very Oh, I will interject. We were talking earlier. I mean, I live in New York City and you were, uh-huh. we were, you know, you're, oh, why in New York? Well, that was actually, that was, that was a big plus for living in New York is that I no longer had to drive. I could just right. drink as much <laughs> as I wanted to and pour, in, pour myself into a cab. However, I used to go to Los Angeles all the time on business and I always rented a car. And always drove drunk. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> like in Los Angeles, with Uber now and all that other stuff really coming into play, there's options out there. Yeah. So if somebody gets busted for a DUI now, I just laugh. I'm like, how? Like, why? I don't yeah. even understand how you get caught with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, at any given moment I in, in my 20s, uh, I got sober when I was 30. Um, mm-hmm. At any given moment in my 20s, you could have busted me because I had something in my system. Yeah. I really had yeah. something in my system. Um but like my first round of meetings, my first DUI, I had no intention of getting sober. But you know, you go loaded to meetings. Uh, I heard a woman say, "If you're here with your first DUI, you might have just made a mistake. If you're here for your second DUI, you might want to look at that. You might have a problem." Which I heard, "Oh, I don't have to worry about it until I get my second DUI." Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> Good logic, you know. Um, so really. Um, Long and short of it, I was living with a woman who was going to be a lawyer, and I like lawyers because they make enough money to become, uh, they make enough money to maintain my lifestyle that I've become quite accustomed to. My father, uh, he's retired now, but he's a retired orthopedic surgeon, mm-hmm. you know, so I became quite accustomed to quite a lifestyle. Um, so we were living together, and she, uh, after about eight months, she said, I'm done with this. So I moved out a week before Christmas and I moved back with mom and dad and I crawled into a bottle because um, now I had a justification that everybody could buy into. Sure. Oh, his heart was broken. How, how could she do that to him? Um, you know, and I got another DUI and uh, in, uh, in Ventura County. And then I, I got home and I was just finally, I had nothing, like literally nothing. I had, uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars. I was bartending. I had a couple hundred dollars in the bank. Um, really no, I was, I was a hundred percent a loser, hundred percent a loser. I mean, I, I can admit that freely. I was just a loser. And I finally looked in the mirror and I actually saw the reflection, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I wasn't ignoring it. I was just disgusted with myself and everything that I've done and kind of who I've become. Yeah. Um, it really kind of hit me in the face. I just went, this is not, this is not right. I'm tired of this. I, I, I can't live this way anymore. Um, that was really the catalyst. And then I went to a very expensive rehab because um, I'm a sissy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sissy. So I did the 90 days in a rehab, but it's, it's exactly what I needed. Um, I, God bless the people who come in off the streets and do the 90 and 90. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I tried I it. I tried yeah. it, but it didn't, it didn't work the first time. And then I ended up, 
um, in uh, sissy that I am, uh, <laughs> a real sissy. Um, right. I went to rehab too. Um, it, it, yeah, yeah, I needed it, it. I had to be removed. I needed to be removed, and a lot of it was I just needed to run away from reality because I'm a runner. Like when when things get serious, like I take off, like I just push it and just kind of go and, and do something else, uh, and and worry about the consequences later. So part of it, I was running. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, I was running in the right direction. <laughs> so, so I went to rehab for ninety days, um, and my parents were on their wedding anniversary vacation. I think they're were selling celebrating their like five hundredth year of marriage. <laughs> or something like that. But, you know, like literally my sister went to go pick him up from the airport. They say, hi, welcome home. She said, hi, welcome home. I hope you had a good time. Your son's in rehab and they need a check. <laughs> that I mean, that's how they were greeted. Yeah. That sums up. That briefly uh, sums up my behavior towards my family. Briefly. But that was 13 years ago. That was 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, and God bless it. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it was a couple, I got it sober a couple weeks after my 30th birthday and we went to some bar here in Los Angeles. I can't even remember. And I was so train wrecked that I was stumbling to the bathroom and people were partying. Ah. You know, I mean, it was like, you saw the look on their face like, yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and I went to the, I went to the bathroom and cleaned out the system, and then continued to drink because now I have room. Oh yes, I did that. <laughs> yes, I was a chuck and go to. Yeah, um, come on. We're gonna break for a quick commercial, and we'll be right back. So stick with us. The Sober Podcast is giving a voice to recovery and is now part of the Soberverse. Join our new virtual sober environment where you can connect with other people like yourself or find helpful resources on the following digital spaces. Soberverse.com, SoberNetwork.com, Sober.com, SoberSystems.com, SoberPodcast.com, SoberCoin.com, and RecoveryCoaches.com. And we are back talking with Will. Um, I just want, wanted to make one comment uh, when you're talking about what got you into recovery and that looking in the mirror and being completely disgusted with yourself. Um, <clears throat> I love that um, because that's a classic, you know, alcoholic uh, moment. Usually, uh, I mean, a lot of alcoholics, I think, have many of those mirror moments, but there's yeah. there's usually that one near the end, you know, before. And I had it as well. Um, it's a big part of, I mean, it's a, it's a, I had many mornings where I looked in the mirror and said that, but I remember there was one, you know, right before the end where I was just like, you are disgusting and you need to go to a meeting. Um, and I couldn't go to a meeting. I couldn't get, because I had enough AA in me at that point, but I couldn't, I couldn't go. So anyway. And and, and, and you couldn't, and we talk ourselves out of a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we can like talk ourselves out of a lot of situations and especially when we know like the reality of something, but we can go, well, it's not that bad or whatever nonsense we tell ourselves. Um, yeah. It just really my, my spine vibrated. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just, my soul hurts so <laughs> bad. I just couldn't ignore it anymore. Just flat out couldn't ignore it. Glad you did. Now on to the good stuff. What would okay. you say is the greatest achievement you have accomplished while being sober since you've been sober? Um, 
you know, there's, there's a lot in there. Um, after 13 years, there's a lot in there. Um, I'm not a runner anymore. That's for sure. Um, you know, um, we, I just welcomed, uh, we just welcomed our, our seven week old child seven weeks ago. <laughs> uh, you know, that's, that's certainly been, uh, after that, you know, you see the, thank you. Um, and it's a girl cause of course it's a girl. <laughs> of course it is. Yes. Uh, um, but I love her to death and, and you know, you, you, I saw the birth of, of my daughter and I go, Oh, okay. Okay. The rules have changed. I get it now. I get it. Like that single-handedly, um, like just changed the, like the dynamic of my thinking very, very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Cause now, now I'm, now I'm really responsible for somebody else. Really, really responsible. Um, that's, that's been amazing. Um, an amazing experience. Um, you know, uh, I, I got married, um, which is to a wonderful woman more than I deserve. Um, what is it? So I heard something like her, her, her rocks, the rocks in her head fill the holes in my head. You know <laughs> I've never I mean? heard that. I never yeah. heard that. I like so, that. But it made me chuckle. I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, uh, so she's wild too. But, it, um, you know, really taking the risk. We opened a business uh, here in California and we opened up a gym in 2019. Um, and we celebrated one year and then closed for a year um because of covid yeah um you know and whatever we were doing over here in california and los angeles um but we're still here we're still standing um you know and those are wonderful things we we've had some some tragedies you know in in our relationship and i think um actually if you want to that kind of segues into the next question if you want to if you want to talk about any of that um Uh, and I always ask our guests, our sober celebrities, this question, what's the most difficult struggle you have overcome while in sobriety? Um, and how did you walk through it? Um, so my wife was five months pregnant and, um, there were complications and we lost the child. Oh, um, mm-hmm. so that, that would have been our, our, our firstborn, obviously, and our son. Yeah. Um, that, that was gnarly. You know, because that that was, you know, there was a lot going on. Um, you know, we were still looking for facilities to open up. There was just a lot on the table. And that and that was really, really, really intense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I know um, it's very funny because uh, I, I called I called my sponsor and I let him know what was going on. I'm like, I need an adult. <laughs> I need an adult. Somebody help me. I need an adult. Yeah, um, you know, and he and he told me he's like, you know what, man, when you put your head on the pillow, be proud of the day you had, be proud of the person that you are and, the, and what you did for the day, and, and, and I and I got that, and that's not even program, that's just life right there. Right. When you put your head on the pillow, be proud of the day that you had, um, and you know, I learned I learned when real tragedy, real real tragedy, something gnarly comes down the pike that I don't run. You can't like oh, I'm going to be here. And I'll be here the next day and I'll be here the next day. And I can, mm-hmm. I can take a lot. I can take a lot of the burden and take a lot of, off, off people's shoulders. Um, some of that is, you know, probably repressing some feelings, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's easy. Like I can do something. I don't have to feel anything. Yeah. Uh, but I know, I know when real things go on and real serious stuff that um, you're going to find me here and I'm dependable and I'm going to get the job done. Um, which wasn't the case um, when I was drinking. 
um, I ran so quickly from everything. <laughs> yeah. So quickly. Confrontation too. <laughs> yeah, it's not really in my nature. Um, for whatever reason, I can we can go down the the psychoanalytical <laughs> road on that one. How much time do you have? Um, you know, so that's not really like I'm not comfortable in those situations. Um, I Me will, either. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you, you just want things to go smoothly, but it, that's not how life works. So I'm certainly better than what I used to be in terms of confrontation and willing to step up. Um, I cower in certain situations and with certain people, and I need to work on that. Um, not that I run in a corner, but um, old habits die hard with yeah. certain people. Old habits yeah. die hard with certain people. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten I, – I, that's something I consciously work on as well, but, you know, uh, standing up for myself, which sometimes means confrontation. But it, does, it, but it also doesn't have to be – you know, to me also confrontation usually meant – um, that you've got to be angry and yell. And it, it, that it doesn't mean that. It just means you have to address the situation uh, and, uh, and stand up for yourself if, it, if need be. But, but I also do like the thing. There's the other one, which is, does it need to be said? Does it need to be said now? Does it need to be said by me? Um, and uh, sometimes like, no, actually, no, it doesn't. And I just need to let it go. Uh, yeah yeah uh, i i have a phrase i just drink my water and mind my business <laughs> it goes so much easier exactly. when you just drink your water and mind your business um because when i feel slighted uh, like i said i'm quick-witted and kind of quick tongue and i tongue and i come hard yeah you know what i mean like i don't i don't i i, I just come and i kind of cut you at the knees um, it's not a charming trait uh, that I have. Um, I, 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 I know exactly where I got it from, but um, it's not a charming trait. It's something that I need to work on and um, where I think I'm standing up for myself. I'm really, you know, throwing blows. Right. Not figured like <laughs> figuratively, not literally, you know, but it, that is, so those are the things I have to work on. And it, it's, that's, that's a, big Achilles heel with me is sometimes I just bam and it's gone. Yeah. You know, zero, I go zero to crazy for no reason. <laughs> um, if I feel slighted. So I got to learn to take that breath that, that I'm supposed to take most of the time. I'm really good. Um, but the times that I'm not good, it's not good. <laughs> so <laughs> but you recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. It's old habits die hard. And, um, it's kind of one of those things that took me 30 years to get, you know, and I, I come by honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it took me, I developed it. Um, I wanted to go away tomorrow, but that is not reality. Um, certainly a lot of the times I'll talk to the people that I need to talk to and kind of just yeah. stop my brain from going. Um, the worst thing my sponsor says is, so let me get this straight. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> no, no. Maybe I didn't explain it again. Let's go back again. Let yeah. me explain it more clearly. <laughs> get on my side. <laughs> oh, well, this was great talking to you. And I love um, all your, um, the wisdom of your experience, um, which, you know, I think is the best kind to to share and to pass on. Uh, so. I appreciate that. Is Thank there you. any. um how can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to reach out? 
Um, so you can hit me up on Instagram at Will Del Pizzo, all one word. Um, you can just hit me up on there if you want to go that way. Um, that would be the easiest because I'm fairly active on Instagram. All right. Um, much to my displeasure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm fairly active on it. Uh, you got to do something while you're on the toilet. Um, <laughs> I, I know. Right? I panic. I panic if I get to the bathroom and the, and there's and my phone isn't there. <laughs> what am I going to do with myself? <laughs> there's no magazine oh. rack anymore. My father that died with my father. <laughs> right. What's a magazine? <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. So at Will Del Pizzo, mm-hmm. um, you can get in contact with me there. Um, that's my personal one. I do have a lot of business stuff on there, but I do you know have some personal posts up there. Um, so if you want to hit me up through there, um, that's fine. I'm usually pretty good about getting back to people, but um, if I don't, don't take it personally. <laughs> I'll get to you eventually. I'll get there I will. eventually. Well, listen, it's been great. I'm Jamie Brickhouse, your host, and I'm also the author of Dangerous When Wet, a memoir of booze, sex, and my mother. It's an ebook and an audiobook read by me. You can find it on Amazon. I'm also on Instagram at Jamie Brickhouse, and I'm on TikTok, where I tell a true story every day wearing high heels. That's J- at Jamie underscore Brickhouse. Um, again, any um, any shout outs, uh, Will? Do you want uh, anything about your gym or? You yeah, know? I can plug. I'll plug the business. Um, sure. our, our, we're here in Southern California in Los Angeles and Chatsworth, uh, which is a suburb in the San Fernando Valley. San, we're in the San Fernando Valley, the city of Chatsworth, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. That was a really poor way of saying <laughs> that. Um, uh, the gym's called Built Strong Strength Club. Okay. Uh, the web, uh, web address is the same as the name, Built Strong Strength Club, all one word. Um, so if you're in the area, uh, I'm here most of the time. If you want to drop on by and say hi, uh, I'll be here if you want to chit chat and do all that other stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, those are pretty much my big social, you know, here I am and look at out. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's right. Wonderful. Well, again, Will, thank you for uh, being a guest. It's been great to have you on the show and listeners join us uh, next week for another sober podcast with another sober guest uh, one day at a time or one week at a time. All right. Signing off. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Sober Podcast. We hope that you have found this episode helpful and look forward to you joining us next time. As we continue to grow and implement positive change, we hope that you'll share our podcast with your friends and loved ones. They can find us on all the major podcast directories. If you have an idea for the show, want to leave positive feedback, ideas, or comments, connect with us on thesoberpodcast.com. You can also reach us on our social media platform on The Soberverse. We'd love to hear from you. A special thanks to all those who make this show happen. Jamie Brickhouse, our host, Carrie, our producer, Carl Fessenden, our voice, and our sponsor, The Sober Network. Sober.